The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Shelf. This is episode number two. And we're all about everything that happened at San Diego Comic-Con today, folks. I am your host, former dirt sheet writer from the Sportster, the richest, ringside news, sports Kita. My name is Lee Walker, and I am joined by the perched correspondent, Justin Largito. Justin, I decided to let my inner Seth Rollins out. You were at uh, Raw at Madison Square Garden. You're uh, obviously celebrating the Booyaka Booyaka 619 himself, Rey Mysterio. Fans, you can listen to that show on Friday on Justin talking about being at Raw and anything and everything wrestling news related. This is Strictly Figures, and that's the way we're going to keep it. Justin, we had a wild, wild San Diego Comic-Con before San Diego Comic-Con even started. We were already getting reveals that was driving everybody crazy. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, even before San Diego Comic-Con took place on Friday, I was just literally going through photos upon photos of everything before we even had the full slideshow the next day. But we have saw I, – I, I can't remember the last time we got this many – figures and lines revealed when it comes to WB and AEW was obviously represented as well, but they didn't reveal anywhere near to the amount that WB did at San Diego comic-con. Nah, nowhere near dude. This was absolutely insane. If you were trying to pre-order as we all know, when it comes to this was absolutely insane. But let's run down the line of what we saw at San Diego Comic-Con. What tickles our fancy? What don't we like? I got mix of both. So let's start. Let's go right into the WWE Superstar Series, which is uh, just like the AWA Remco figures from the 80s, which fans, if you want to hear about how the AWA Remco line influenced the whole the whole ordeal with the new world order the living legend larry sabisco tells us about this yes action figures were part of the influence of the nwo i know it sounds crazy but larry sabisco talks about it after all if you've listened to 83 weeks you know that eric bischoff credits larry sabisco for literally naming the new world order so tune into that, fans, youtube.com slash perched on the top rope. I'm personally not a big fan of the Remco line. I, I know the history it's trying to repeat. A lot of them made sense in line with their character, like Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, Ric Flair, Honky Tonk Man. Bray Wyatt's made no sense with the Mad Hatter and all this and that. I, I didn't understand what Remco was doing with that. But they showed off some 
new figures for that line. And it's, they look good. They look good. I'm personally not a fan, but Justin, do, do you collect these? Do I? Hang on one second. I got Scott Hall there. Shawn Michaels here. And I'm only throwing some Kevin Nash as well. They all, they all just fell. But in other words, I do collect them. <laughs> I enjoy the line, actually, and I'm very happy with what they revealed at San Diego Comic-Con. Side note, if Dominic doesn't have to wear the fucking mask, neither do I. Get San Diego out of here. Anyway, hi, everyone. I'm Justin. <laughs> okay. But I do enjoy the line. Uh, we had Macho Man revealed, which was a very cool one. I think definitely belongs in the line. The Rock. I believe, because it's the street gear rock they showed off, he had the vest and the long pants, kind of backstage promo rock, if you will. But I believe when you take that off, uh, they are soft goods, and he does have the ring gear underneath. I believe I did see that. Then Mr. T, because we have to squeeze Mr. T into every line that Mattel has WWE, it seems. He has an ultimate, an elite, uh, Masters of the Universe, a retro... They mu- the only way I can explain it is they must have the license to use his likeness for a very, very short period of time, and they're just trying to crim and everything, is how I'm looking at it. Then we had Rick Rude, which was a very cool one to see. I believe he will include a soft goods robe. Typhoon, who uh, we did not see the last of in these reveals. We'll get to that later. And Earthquake, who will actually have the first chase in the superstars line instead of the natural disasters singlet that he has on his standard edition he will have a chase with the blue singlet uh, similar to his hasbro actually now that i think about it but sort of that time where he was feuding with hogan and jake roberts from that era but i'm excited for all of them because i do enjoy the superstars line there's a lot of accessories included. I think they look great men on card, especially how each individual figure, the carding, just matches up with one another. I think it looks great display wise. Yeah, I mean they're 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 great figures. I, I take nothing away from them. It's just I collect too much as is. Yeah, we've seen this with my uh, room reveals that you can find on youtube.com slash perched on the top rope. What I was excited for were the retros because the retros remind me of the Hasbros. The Hasbros are what I collected when I was a kid. Now we'd already seen them show off like Bret Hart, Jim, the anvil, Nightheart, Nikolai Volkov, Lex Luger. Uh, We've seen tugboat. Some of these we'd already seen, but we didn't see the packaging. Like, we actually saw Jimmy Hart in the package, which was really cool to see. You know, we also learned we're getting a Rhythm and Blues Greg the Hammer Valentine, which we were originally going to get in the Hasbro line. Like this guy. We were originally supposed to get this. We did not. So, I love these. 
it's going to be cool to see a Bret Hart and a Jim Danville Nightheart. I would have loved to have seen them uh, in the blue gear, though. They haven't made one of those in a while since the two-pack basic pack of Nightheart and Bret. And the only reason why I know is because I got it signed upstairs. But we got some that we've never seen before that are I'm really excited for. We know Tugboat was supposed to be a Hasbro, but then they changed it to Typhoon. Doink the Clown was supposed to be in the next series of Hasbros, which was uh, Orange Card it was supposed to be. And it's actually in the scheme of how we were supposed to get him for, for the gear. The other ones that I'm really excited for is Jerry the King Lawler getting a retro. It looks like the hat is not removable, though, from early shots. Yeah, I, I took a look at it again as well, and it does look like it is molded to the head sculpt. Yeah, which I'm hoping they change that, to be honest with you. I'm hoping he comes with like a scepter or something, you know, being, you know, the king. Or comes with a you know his you know the robe that he you know that he wore. I, I think the robe would be cool, absolutely. Right, and then we're getting our first retro four pack ringside collectibles exclusive, and it is too sweet. The NWO, Hogan, Hall, Nash, Six. Uh, what is considered the main four of the NWO. And I say what is considered because, you know, there was obviously people between Hall, Nash, and, and Six. There's a reason why he's named Six. He was the Six guy. Come on. Um, they look really, really good. I noticed they had said that they were going to start bringing in new motions for these figures and you see that with hogan because it looks like all his arms and legs move i honestly didn't realize that i'm gonna have to take a look yes. at the <laughs> is the first retro that has all his legs well no he's actually he's not because like sheamus i believe all his arms and legs move because of the kick so the only one Which... Yeah, anyone with the kicking action, they're they're both of their legs move, like the Hardys, Sheamus. Not yeah, the so, more, so not scratch as an articulated knee. Yeah, so scratch what I said. But all his arms and legs move. But if you notice, his legs were like small compared to how his arms were. If you look at the photos of him, they just they don't look. He doesn't look uh, proportionate. Let's say. Let's say that, all right? Six is the jumper action. Honestly, it's an action I've never been a fan of. It makes sense for six, though, I think. It does, with you know, but I mean, his finishing move is, what, the, like, head between the legs slam or whatever? whatever yeah. Like. Well, yeah. Then he always did a Bronco Buster. It would make sense if he was the one, two, three kid for, like, a moonsault, but... Uh, Hall has the, you know, I think the arms with the sides. And then uh, Diesel's, you couldn't tell. 
it looks like he's got something kind of cool going on too with the arms. But those are probably my favorite as like a whole series that got introduced, you know, that we got to see. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna get into a line that uh I I just I'm sorry, but I don't care. I really don't. The basics. The basics, Justin. Let's talk about the basics. It's where we should have started because they're basic bitches. <laughs> you couldn't have said it better. You know, there's a reason why they're called they're 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 the basic. They're a basic figure. You don't get anything with them. You know, every you know, you don't get like the art. You know, the articulation where like you know the stomach moves and all the joints move and you can do all the different things. No, if you're a little kid and you and you're trying to power bomb this guy, he's gonna land funny. You know, he doesn't bend at the stomach, so he can like fully go down. You know, the the knees don't you know fully bend with the legs and this and that. And you can't do a lot of things if you're a kid to play with them. So what do you do? You jack up the price of all that stuff. Does that and you call him an elite, and then they come with some extra stuff, like the shirt's not painted on the skin. It's actually. Something you can take off. Anyway, we're seeing Pat Mac if he get his first figure. First time in line. It seems like it's a lot of all first time in lines when it comes to these. Because we have Commander Aziz. Aaliyah. And I don't mean Mysterio. I mean the girl who got booted down to NXT for some training. Because they felt she wasn't ready for her money in the bank match. Cody Rhodes. This one shocked me. I'll talk about that down down the line. And Siampa, it's they're basics, man. I mean, there's not much to them. I mean, the packaging is basic, the figure is basic. It doesn't get more basic than basic. Is there anything yeah. else you would add to the basics? So, yeah, a lot of these were first time in the line. Like Pat McAfee, who's also going to be getting a chase, which by the looks of it, uh, by the prototype image, uh, looks to be his NXT gear when he faced Adam Cole and had that feud against the Undisputed Era. Then you have Aaliyah, Commander Aziz. Zia Lee, I forgot to mention, is going to be getting a basic as well. She's going to be first time in the line. Champa, I mean, you have him. Not much different from the other Champa figures. The one that has the long tights, similar to the ringside exclusive that recently came out. And then you have the trunks, which obviously they did as another elite way, way back a few years ago. And Cody Rhodes, I'm not surprised, is getting a basic. Because you know they want to push those Cody Rhodes out as soon as possible. Yeah, but with a fan... Or a collector like us, you would have made more often elite. But we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Now here's something I can get into. The elites. And there's a lot of them. A freaking lot. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go down the line real quick. Just, you know, some, some that aren't necessarily assigned to a line yet that we know of. Happy Corbin. King Woods with a chase. 
And what's a king without his queen? Queen Zelina. Oh, yes. Mandy Rose. Rick Boogs. And he's a chase. The Boogeyman making his return into the elites. And he's also a chase. That's interesting. Uh, I hope this doesn't bring down the value of his 2016 elite. Because that is sitting high and mighty at like over $100. Which I also have conveniently right here. Mine's also conveniently signed. This one was supposed to get signed. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Riddle is coming up on another elite. Which will have the scooter. (laughs) Yes, we'll come with the scooter. That's going to be a unique accessory. If I do say so. Yeah. This next one for me is technically a first time in the line. I don't care what you say. We are getting the first ring year of Farouk when he first came to the WWE, then WWF, as Farouk Assad. And he looks like a very bad, uh, it's very bad ring year. It's like a, a blue helmet, and it's it's like a tealish color, kind of like what's on this figure. And, you know, it came with the helmet and, and these elbow pads. Basically, to me, he looked like a living, breathing thing from Fantastic Four, just in blue. But I'm actually excited for that figure, because we've been able to meet Farouk, Ron Simmons. Uh, I've interviewed Ron before. Very great guy. We've seen a lot of his figures as far as, you know, with the, the APA in the 2015, which he was the chase along with Farouk being a chase. We've had the Nation of Domination, Farouk, from the Bone Crunching series. But we haven't had this elite. And there's a few others that I'd like to see too. Like back when they were the accolades. I'd like to see an elite out of that with Farouk. Which we actually are getting in the Legends line. Well, spoiler free was the way to be, folks. Hey, it was already announced. Pre-orders have went up. As far as I'm concerned, no spoiler there. Yeah, it's kind of a spoiler in my eyes. Because I wasn't finished yet. Thank you. Wow, I I apologize. So, we're starting to see more of the... out-of-attitude-era-esque figures as legends now. Which is Which is great. We have another first time in the line with uh, Johnny Knoxville. So, you know, they signed these Hollywood guys, and now we're going to start seeing figures of them. Uh, Although this one, I feel like I I don't know how you're going to get them to a meet and greet to get it signed, but. Yeah, it also kind of bothers me that they made an elite Johnny Knoxville, but they gave Pat McAfee the basic. Um. It bothers me that Johnny Knoxville gets an elite 
and we have yet to get one of Dana Brooke, okay? Well, look, put put Johnny Knoxville right next to your Rob Gronkowski. I don't have one. I'll give him to you. Is he in the box? He is. I'll take it. Why not? <laughs> we also have Sonya Deville. I haven't seen one of her in a while of an elite. Mr. America. Very excited. Very Getting excited it. for Mr. America. We've got another Finn Balor demon coming. I always like this with the intricate uh, artwork, you know, on his skin and everything with the paint. I always, I remember being uh, the 2016 elite where he's actually to the, like his back is facing the figure, you know, facing the, the, the plastic. And I sat there and I, I sent a picture to some friends and I was like, Hey, is this right? And they were like, yeah, it was to showcase his back. And I was like, well, then why didn't they do what they did with the the original run of the Elites, where you had it in the front and back? That way, there you could see everything, you know? Because, like, to me, that made sense. Instead, they, you know, you got a Finn Balor with, with his back to you and not his face, but... Again, that was something simple because, I mean, they did it for uh, the Shockmaster with, with his San Diego Comic-Con Elite front and back. Yeah, you just like, right there. like they could have very easily done that for that Finn Balor figure. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Sheamus, Omos, a new Alexa Bliss, but the best one of them all. Chainsaw Charlie. I looked at that head scan. I don't know if it's the best one of them all. And that's why I said it. It's <laughs> terrible. So. His classic Chainsaw Charlie. It was soft goods on the face. This one is like painted. Painted on. The face doesn't look right. Fans, if you've seen what we're talking about, it, it doesn't look right at all. It's a, it, Go back on YouTube and look at any of the matches. He had a stocking on. Yeah. You could, you could obviously see that it was Terry Funk based on how he walked and this and that. And even like through, through the stocking a little bit. But like this... This looks like the eyes are bugging out of like the figure itself. He's got a smile where it just looks like he's got like summer teeth, summer here, summer there, and some just aren't there at all. This was bad. Yeah, this... the head the head to me looks like one of Mattel's test shots before they even start painting this thing. Because they obviously just tried to mold I don't want to say mold the stocking, because obviously you can't really do that, but they made a mold of the head with the stocking on. And instead of adding any kind of detail to it, they just painted it the same color the stocking would be. You know, I Jax wasn't perfect with their figure line, but in this case, they did a way better Chainsaw Charlie because I don't know what to think of this. 
Yeah, I, I I know what to think of it. I'm not buying it. That's for damn sure. <laughs> like, nope, 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 nope. Now, we just talked about some of the legends that aren't necessarily planned for a series yet, but we have a bunch that are. I'm going to go through all these like specialty ones that, you know, they do throughout the year because now it seems we're getting uh, for special like ring gear that the guys have worn throughout the pay-per-views. And obviously they're picking, you know, their, their mainstay of pay-per-view. So I'm going to start off with the Royal Rumble series. We're getting Rey Mysterio from 06. We're getting Damian Priest in his Royal Rumble debut in 2021. A personal favorite of mine, but it's no different than any other figure that's been made except for his legends, Vader from 97. We're getting Brie Bella from 2018. And for me, the most interesting is who the Build-A-Figure is, because I'd rather see him as a figure on his own, Doc Hendricks, who, as we all know, ladies and gentlemen, as P.S. Michael Hayes. Not a bad line, but honestly, the only one I'm probably going to pick up for nostalgia purposes is Vader. If I can find it on a shelf, that is. Yeah, you, you got to remember, these are these are Target exclusive, the Royal Rumble elites. And just to what you said, Lee, about Doc Hendricks, I also would like to see Doc in the elite line, even if it's just a store exclusive collector's edition, that if it came down to that. But you know Mattel's looking at it like they don't want a peg warmer in Doc Hendricks. Not that you know me, collectors like me and you and other people we know will absolutely hop on a Doc Hendricks and pick it up. But with how these legends are at Target, where they come five per case and they come in multiple boxes, I mean, we could we could see Doc Hendricks there for a long, long time. And I hate to say that because it could, it could be another Bobby Heenan legends in the weasel suit that still haunts Targets to this day. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're going to go to the Survivor Series line, to which I have the same issue. Get to that in a second, though. Becky Lynch, 2021. And they're always picking, like, a monumental moment for these figures, too. That's why, like, we're getting some of the ones that we're getting. Drew McIntyre, 2010. The Ultimate Warrior, 1990. AJ Styles from 2020 and the Build-A-Figure is the DX Rick Rude. Here's why I have a problem again, Justin. And I, I have a problem too. You Go ahead. You took every DX member and put them in a Legends line. With the exception of, I believe, Shawn Michaels, correct? Yeah, so it was based off the uh, 98 WCW Monday Nitro Invasion. So you had China, New Age Outlaws, X-Pac, and Triple H. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Rick Rude should be 
the Legends line with the DX figure. Absolutely. I agree. There's no excuse not to put a figure like this in the Legends line because I, I feel like we get enough obscure characters in the Legends line, especially something that didn't last as long as this, where it could work in the Legends line as a store yeah. exclusive. Yeah. Now, we're going to the WrestleMania series next. And yet again, for the third time in a row, Justin, I have the same problem. The WrestleMania series, we have Dusty Rhodes, Macho King, Hollywood Hogan, The Rock, and your Build-A-Figure is me and Gene Okerlund. Now, I was ecstatic that we got a retro of me and Gene. Ecstatic over this. I love this figure. I wish the soft goods had the WWF logo instead of the generic W that we get. But can't do anything about that. Exactly. But I feel as though that this should have been another guy who should have been for the Legends line with me and Gene. I agree. I feel like it's a little different for this one opposed to the Rick Root and the Doc Hendricks. I feel like in the WrestleMania elite line, they just felt like, oh, we got to throw a build a figure in there instead of just, oh, nobody's going to buy me and Gene. So we have to put his figure parts with other figures of top level names and then people will buy them. I don't think that's the case with this one. I think they just felt like they need to put a build a figure in the set and the next best thing was me and Gene. Cause we've seen me and Gene released as a sole elite. He was yep. in the, uh, flashback series the walmart exclusive yes which i have signed i'm not sorry i am quite the collector which if you want to see these figures ladies and gentlemen youtube.com slash perched on the top rope now something new that they've been doing in this new series uh of elites for 2022 is we got a ruthless aggression line which is exclusive to walmart if you're like my Walmart, all you see are the top picks, Jeff Hardy and Goldberg. But on the first episode, we talked about poor distribution problems, which you can go back and listen to that episode of Perched on the Top Shelf, the debut. Anywhere podcasts are found or on YouTube, youtube.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. I'm excited for a couple of these, actually, to be honest with you, Justin. Yeah. Uh, and the first one that I'm excited for is Tori Wilson. We haven't gotten elite of her since 2012, I believe. I had, I do. Is it 2012? Or no? I, I don't even know. That's the first time in the line, Tori Wilson. It is. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Kelly Kelly for some reason. Um, yes, this is her first time in the line. I'm sorry, folks out there. I I confused my blondes. My bad. Um, 
I'm excited for that, especially because Tori does do signings. Uh, this next one I'm excited for as well, because he also does signings, has a great podcast, 83 Weeks. I believe it's also his first time in the line, Solo Elite. He's had, uh, I believe, like a Build-A-Figure at one point, maybe, but Eric Bischoff. And that's very surprising that this is first time in the line for him. I think at least. Honestly, I'm excited for it. Those are probably the two that I'm excited for the most. I want to point out with the Bishop, I do like the fact that it has the alternate head of the uh, Billy and Chuck wedding as the minister. I think that was a nice touch. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And uh, we're getting a John Cena in the Ruthless Aggression line, which... You have to. Makes sense. He kind of started it off with, you know, the slap and everything. Yeah. And then we round out that Ruthless Aggression line with a very cool Shelton Benjamin. I'm excited for that. I believe he comes with shades. I believe a ladder, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. There is a ladder. And Kevin Nash. Okay. I mean, yeah. you, you are kind of limited to people who you can put in this line. Like I said, when we first talked about it, I didn't know how far they were going to go with it. I thought we were just going to get our first two series that they already had announced. And then we'd probably never hear about it again, like the Decade of Domination line. But yeah. I'm glad they're continuing it. And we're getting people like Tori and Bischoff and Shelton, who we haven't gotten this version of Shelton at all in the Elite line. So I'm yeah. all for it. Now, out of all these distinguishable lines through the elites that we have gotten, one that touches my heart the most as an old school fan is the Legends line. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are looking at some of the first Lex Luger Legends figures and the chase signed hold on just so you can see this folks yeah justin pull yours closer where is mine actually look at that lex luger wolf pack for life this is the chase the orange pants and then we got this Lex Luger in the black with the Lex Luger NWO. Uh, we're not exactly the best when it comes to technology yet, folks, but uh, trust us, the signatures look awesome on these figures. Anyway, when it comes to the Legends line, we got to see some pretty cool things as we're getting the Dingo Warrior, which is what the ultimate warrior was before he became the ultimate warrior. And you do get that alternate ultimate warrior head. So if you're not too big on the dingo warrior, you got the ultimate warrior right beside him. Right. For you loose display people. Okay. I don't yeah. do that. Yes. We, we do not, we do not remove figures and swap the heads. This one's a personal favorite of mine. 
and fans normally I buy to get my figure signed. I've met AJ Styles. I have AJ Styles signed elites. This one is probably the coolest figure I've seen in a long time of AJ Styles. It's actually my favorite. I haven't even seen it yet besides the photos. AJ Styles in his WCW gear. I fucking love this one, man. <laughs> this is so different from all the other AJs we've gotten, and it's yeah. such a deep cut. And you know, you know that loose fans who like to do their own creations are going to make this a TNA figure, dude. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Which I I love this. I'm I'm buying this. We've got some chases coming up. I love the chase. First one is Ken Shamrock. Uh, Intercontinental Championship belt with both figures. He has his uh, iconic blue gear and his... Uh, iconic green gear, that lime green. Uh, you know, very basic ring gear for the most part. Trunks with his name on it, knee pads. You know the the MMA gloves. You know the 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 pads on the the boots and everything. But dude, it looks so badass, and it it looks just like Ken to a T. Like the scans are amazing on this figure. I'm very happy to be getting a Ken Shamrock, especially you know, one. Face. we get two yeah because one of his faces is him with the ah, you know right before he punches himself and then goes into the ring yep love that i love that i love that these next two are favorites of mine also if you're a fan of the head shrinkers and wwf we're getting samu and fatu of the head shrinkers of the wwf they're a chase and it's a really cool chase. Yeah. The WCW Samoan SWAT team of Fatu and Samu. In WWF, they had the black gear with the white on the sides. As Samoan SWAT team in WCW, their gear was bright, colorful. And it's really cool to see the, the, the differences between the two. And what we saw at San Diego Comic-Con was they didn't have one of each. They showed on one side, like on the right side, had the Samoan SWAT team gear. And then the left side showcased for the head shrinkers. So that was rather cool to see. I can't wait to see those figures. One thing that did concern me, though... And we'll get to that at the end, though. We have Polly Dangerously, which and I'm excited. Long overdue. Um, he was part of the Samoan SWAT team with them in WCW, so it makes sense that you know we're getting that for um out of those guys. And then, ladies and gentlemen. HBK Shawn Michaels. I feel like this figure has been released like three times now. I didn't even see what it looks like, to be honest with you. What What's it look like? Do you remember the ringside exclusive with the gear, like right after him and Marty broke up? The white gear with the red hearts? 
Oh, okay. This this isn't the exact same, but it's it's not too far off from that. Okay, I'm cool with that though. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with it being in the Legends line, but I feel like we we've, we've seen like the same variation of it a few times now. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked to. I mean, I'm not going to complain. It's it's different from a Hasbro to an Elite. I can say that, but we also have had this Elite in like the flashback. Yeah. From 2017, 2018, or 2018, 2019. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's almost really a re-release, but I'll buy it. I know myself. And 2018, 2019. Yeah, the Legends line never disappoints, and I'm going to be getting all these, so... now we get to something that has me really excited And we talked about this on the first episode. Elite Series 100. Now, we said this had to be something special. This had to be a showcase, an array of the best of the best. The monumental, most important, your Mount Rushmore professional wrestlers. for Elite 100. Then, now, forever. And now together at the end. Before we name any names, and Justin, don't say any names to this, we don't know what the boxes look like, so we don't know if it's going to be something special or not for these figures. So, But did WWE and Mattel live up to what Elite 100 should be? I don't know. I'm very indifferent to what they announced. I kind of see what they were going for, and I'll, I'll I'll get more into it after we reveal the names. But when it comes to the packaging, they did show off, I don't know if this was a Rob Schamberger work, but they did show off artwork that's going to be showcased, I believe, on the back of the box. I don't think, I don't know if it's going to be, the packaging is going to be different from the normal Elite line like we know it now. But they did showcase that artwork that is going to be on the back of the box at least. So maybe it'll be different, maybe not. But at least the back will be different, opposed to what we see now. Great, because who the who the hell displays the back of the box? Hey, you never know. Some people on the wild side. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's reveal these names, dude. Uh, yeah. Andre the Giant. He's in suits, looking amazing. By the way, Yes. he's also the Chase. I believe this will be the first time Andre the Giant has ever been the chase in any figure line that he's been in. Which makes it exciting. He comes with the old school WWF belt, not the Eagle Wing, the one way before that. Which is cool to see. Um, obviously, there's a reason why this one was picked. Um, 
it's a great looking figure. The there's always been an issue, Justin, with the articulation of Andre's face. And we see everybody do it. Yeah, nobody nobody can nail it for some reason. Multiple toy companies. This one looks pretty good though. I, I gotta give him that. Yeah, I don't have any issues with it, I would say. I'll be I'll, I'll be interested to see if uh how he fares as height wise with the other figures. Mattel seems to be pretty good with that for the most part. Yeah. Um from WCW. Another stunning Steve Austin. Now, the first stunning Steve Austin is also just a regular uh, in the regular elite line. Uh, what he comes with is really cool things, you know, from the sign to all the stuff that came with that. That first one, he's in the uh, you know, as the Hollywood blondes, you know, with you know, with Brian Pillman. Which is which is a really cool one. This one's different though. This one he's in the long pants, the multicolored ones. So it, it's another stunning Steve, but it's a it, it it's 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 a cool one. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get in the whole series 100. Uh, normally, oh. again, I get things to get signed, but this is a monumental thing because I want to be the guy who said you know, and I'm sure I won't be the only one. Hey, I've got the full series one. I've got full series one hundred. Yeah, elite, elite one hundred. I think I think you have to get the full set, no matter what. I'm I honestly may even pick up two sets, to be a hundred percent honest with you. Yeah, we have the Rock. John Cena. Rey Mysterio. And Becky Lynch. I would say, you know, it is seemingly like the, the, the top people of, you know, who helped influence the company. There probably are other names that could have been picked or in our eyes, Justin, like we had talked in episode one, we thought that we would see a few more people in series 100 based off it being series 100. Uh, it seems like we're just getting a regular amount of figures that we do in a, in a normal series. I'm okay with it. I'm just going to say I'm, I'm okay with it. There's other names. I, I'd swap out and put others in. But I'm okay with it. Well, that was weird. You know, I, I I'm okay with who we're getting. I think we could have changed a few, added a few in, but you know, we also have the legends line, which you know generally takes care of the legends. But again, I you know we had talked Elite 100 needed to be something special and. 
I feel like they tried. Yeah, they definitely did. From so the way I was looking at it, every figure comes with a title. At least four of these, I believe, are the first time that title is being released in figure form through Mattel. We've never gotten the Andre 87. We've never gotten the official WCW Cruiserweight title like this Ray has. Like, it's always the WB Cruiserweight. I don't think, surprisingly, I don't think we've ever gotten the Brumpole title from Mattel. And I could be wrong about that. The Jax classic line, I think, had it. Jax definitely did. I, I don't think Mattel did, though. Not to my knowledge. Yeah. So I kind of see what they're going for here. Becky, you obviously want to have a woman represented in the series. She may be the best one in, in this case. I mean, longest reigning Raw Women's Champion. She's practically been on the top of the division for a good two, three years, even though she was gone for a little bit. So I get what they were going for. I'm still kind of indifferent about the names they picked, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm just okay. Yeah. You know, they're not bad, not by any means. Like you said, we're getting titles we never got before, so you can expect people at your local shops to uh, buy the figure, swap the title, bring the figure back. Probably swap the figure, too, while they're at it. All that fun stuff. All the fun stuff that goes with the scumbags in the business. Way to ruin it. Justin, I'm going to let you take control because uh, this is a line that, as I can... Uh, that I know that you love. Go ahead and take over for the Ultimate Editions, my man, while uh, Lee freaking Walker sits back and enjoys the show. Absolutely. So I am actually a completist on the Ultimate Editions. Completist up until Friday when I missed out on that No Holds Barred 2-pack. But don't you worry. That will find its way into my collection eventually. eBay! Yep. Edward Bay. But Ultimate Edition's coming soon. We have another Ultimate Warrior and Brock Lesnar, which is going to be Ponytail Brock. So there you go. You have your updated Brock Lesnar, who actually is getting an Elite as well. And that series actually just went up for pre-order on Ringside this past Friday, but we're not going to get into all the pre-orders because it went fucking nuts over the weekend. But we do have a Brock coming, Ultimate Edition. As well as an AJ Styles. And I want to say this is representing his WrestleMania gear from this year. It's the uh, white and teal or light blue. He also has, which I think is kind of different. He has a head, interchangeable head, but the hair is positioned to where it looks like it's blowing in the wind. I mean, if, if, if that's what you like on your figures, that's all cool, but... I mean, you have that option at least. <laughs> and then you have The Rock. No detailed pictures were showed. I believe it was just the prototype shot. So no color to it at all. We have had an, a Rock Ultimate Edition. That was an Amazon exclusive. 
Not going to lie, it looks pretty similar to that, and I don't know how much different it's going to be. But it is coming. We have a Bret Hart. Bret Hart has already had an ultimate, which I think is a pretty cool figure, actually, with the interchangeable arms so you can have the jacket and it can be articulated and everything. That I do like. This one will be the same way. I believe this is going to be a pink jacket, which is very similar to that ringside exclusive that is up there in value currently. Then you have one that they announced previously, but I haven't heard anything about it for a long time to the point where I forgot about it. We have Bill Goldberg getting his first ultimate. You know, WCW, Bill Goldberg, he has the U.S. title and the World Heavyweight title. And something very obscure about this one, it has an interchangeable head with Bill Goldberg blowing the smoke out as he inhales it during his entrance. I mean, figure photographers will like that, I'm sure, but that's something that's there. It's an option. <laughs> that's how these ultimates are. You have your options and you know, that's cool. But some, some of them are interesting choices. One I think was long overdue. We have Jeff Jarrett getting an ultimate. He has the double J cowboy hat. He has the new generation era gear, the straps, one around the neck and then multiple going down to the tights. I think it's awesome. I can't believe it's taken this long for Jeff Jarrett to get a an ultimate in this case. Sure, we'll see him in the elite line at some point. Maybe we'll get a slap nuts Jeff Jarrett at some point in the elite line. But I'm excited for this one. And then one that's pretty relevant. We have Cody Rhodes. He's wearing his WrestleMania return attire. He also has unique packaging. Now, this figure is actually up for pre-order right now on MattelCreations.com. It is a one-week pre-order. It is going until Friday, which I believe is the July 29th. It will end at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time. So... Honestly, I'm pretty. Ha I'm happy about the Cody, obviously, because I think they're gonna just knock it out of the park, especially with the unique packaging for him. The Jeff Jarrett, I'm very excited for. I think the Gold Bill Goldberg will be very cool. Yeah, I I mean a AJ, I think is definitely worthy of an ultimate. So, I think I think we got something good on the ultimate side in this case. I'm not a collector of the ultimates, but I'm a little upset that Cody is an ultimate and a basic, but not an elite. I did think it was weird that we're not getting an elite yet of Cody. I mean, maybe because it's not he's not elite anymore. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> got maybe, him. Maybe he said too soon. <laughs> Listen. Uh, the ultimates are great. They're they're articulated. They come with so much other stuff than the elites, and surely as hell as the basics. But uh, I won't spend that much on something like that. I, it's not that they're much more, but 
I have so many figures. I collect so many different lines. Well, not really anymore. It's just the elites, the legends. AEW now. I got a lot of special box sets, the Hasbros, the classics. I've seemingly stopped on the classics. Uh, we're not getting as many of the legends for signings that we used to in our area for me to bring a classic or to buy a classic. But the Ultimates are great. But Justin, when does the Cody come out for the so for, for, for the Ultimates? This caused a little bit of controversy because not many people realized it af until after they pre-ordered it. But if you look at the page on tellcreations.com, it does say ships on or by July 23rd of 2023. So it could a be up to a year until we see this. Yes. Wow. I mean, there Crazy. is a it doesn't take a full year and we because as I said, ships on or before July 23rd. But, you know, it's a one-week pre-order. They're going to make however many pre-orders they get, obviously a few more in case of any damages. But this figure isn't going to go into production until at least July 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. That's what you get when you decide not to go elite. Cody, that's what you get. No, everyone's going to take a year. They're going to be mad that it's going to take that long. You could have been elite. You could have been well, part worry. of the You could have been part of the WWE the, the hashtag #WWE elite squad, but no. You went ultimate. You had to go bigger. You had to go better. But you know one name that I didn't hear or see on this list? He's the man with the most charisma in WWE right now. He's one of the best on the mics in WWE right now. He's also one of the best dressed, and I just happen to look like him. Where is the Seth Rollins figure, man? Where is it? Where is the Monday Night Messiah's new figure? Where, where is it? First. Just to what? He has to beat Cody Rhodes first. I'm going to ignore you said that. <laughs> now, Justin, we got to uh, experience some other cool things. Like, as you said, the pre-sale for the No Holds Bar figure went up that we talked about. Uh, on last week's show with the special packaging and everything that came along with it. And that figure sold out in less than 10 minutes. Yep. And I slept through it, unfortunately. I had one in my cart. And as fast as I put it in, someone came and took it out. That's what she said. <laughs> well, sounds like you got Sergeant slaughtered like I did last year. Oh, I got I got slaughtered. All right. I got slaughtered. I didn't like it either. It was it wasn't fun for me. I I know what it's like. Don't worry. I felt shafted. I went home with blue balls after I got off the internet. I was I was uh, very upset by this. 
But we did see a couple of other cool things. Another one that I'm excited for was the Mega Powers Elite 2-pack. It's a ringside exclusive. It's the Mega Powers of Hulk Hogan. And that was the figure of the week, folks. And Macho Man Randy Savage, they're in both their iconic gear of the yellow and the red for the tag team. Now there is a Survivor Series Elite or th that goes with this of Miss Elizabeth. Uh, she was a separate elite from 2020. So if uh, you want to complete the whole thing, get the Miss Elizabeth as well. I have a feeling that's what I'm going to do because, well, I'm a completist. I will. It's just the way I roll. And I have a Miss Elizabeth right on the shelf behind me. So you're already ready to go. Already. I like the fact that they have these guys shaking hands, like, and that's an actual like thing for the both of them. It's yeah, one. It's a molded hand, and then the it just pops right into both arms for each figure, which I think is yeah. awesome. Great idea. It's a, it's a great molded handshake. Everything on these figures look great, but we get a, a little AEW in here too from Jazzwares with. CM Punk's The First Dance, which is a ringside exclusive. Already up for pre-order as well. Already making quite a few CM Punk's. I believe this is like the third figure CM Punk has already in the AEW line. Yep. If you count the chase, then this will be number three for CM Punk in AEW. Yeah, which I'm counting the chase. Let's be honest. As you should, yeah. Um, those always count. And after all, we love the chase here at Perched on the Top Shelf. Always. So, uh, Justin, one thing I did notice is we did miss an Elite not announced for a series, which is one of the Hulk Kogans. He's in the big hat with the mohawk. Yes. So, I will say... It's an awesome fucking elite. I love it. It's so different from the other Hogan's we've got. It is actually on up on ringside collectibles for pre-order. I want to say it's Elite 97, if I'm not mistaken. It's either 96 or 97, but I want to say 97. Yeah, it's it's a uh I think it's a cool figure. I I love seeing the helmet and stuff and uh, the face that Hogan has on for the elite itself. It's a unique Hulk Hogan that we're not used to seeing as a figure. So I'm excited for that one to come out. I know there's people out there that don't like Hulk Hogan anymore, but <laughs> sorry, I'm buying that figure. Yeah. <laughs> and, We've had a lot of Hogan's recently when you think about it. He's, we he's really the, have. The retro coming, two elites. I mean, he's all over the place. He had an ultimate, the same series as Mr. T. He's getting the Mega Powers two pack. And there's more. I'm sure there's more that I'm not even thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited for it. I really am. I, it's just saving the best for last, I guess, is what I'm doing. Because that was 
my favorite that wasn't announced in a line yet as far as elites, like what numbers it going to be and so on and so forth. But uh, incredible, incredible San Diego Comic-Con this year, I thought. I think it's the most figures we've ever had announced from a San Diego Comic-Con. You know, normally it's it's a few in each line type deal, but we got multiple lines of WWE figures. And we got multiple in each that were announced, shown off. I'll be really excited to see the box artwork for the NWO retros as much oh. as I will for the other retros. I like the fact that they're coming in a box set now. It makes it a little easier for me to display, to be honest with you. I can just leave them in the box and be okay with it. Or do what I did do, which is buy two boxes, one to open the box and put the figures out in a case to show off and when they're autographed and whatnot. And then leave the other box in the Mattel box that it came shipped in. Figure it's going to be worth something someday, right? Absolutely. Leave it with. So those will be behind the figures on my shelves. Will be the Mattel unopened box that they were shipped in. Which I actually liked how Mattel did that. They shipped them in a box, and then you open the box, and then there's the Mattel box. So I hope they keep doing that for safety purposes of the figures themselves. For me, who is going to leave always leave a set in that Mattel box. Justin, overall, what would you think of the San Diego Comic-Con reveals? Honestly, I was blown away. I was not expecting what we were given over the weekend. I'm very excited for the Jeff Jarrett. Very excited for the Mr. America. You know, you just mentioned the NWO retros. I think we definitely have to have some special packaging, a special box for that. All black and white. Maybe some spray paint on there as well. I, I hope we see more WCW representation in the retro line as well. We could break out into that. And maybe a little bit of Attitude Era as well. A lot you know, of these did. I'm excited for. You know, they did do for a little bit an Attitude Era line in 2018. And it was very cool, I thought. Yeah. I'd love to see that reef, you know, be brought back. The one I really want to see brought back is the WWE Hall of Fame line. In the Elise. I really want to see that back. I don't I don't see that coming back only because it's so similar to the Legends line. I agree. I agree. But, you know, there's a difference between Legends and then Hall of Fame. I mean, a lot of the Legends that are picked are in the Hall of Fame. But yeah. that Hall of Fame leap was something special. The box from 2015 to 2016... The boxes were beautiful, you know, mm -hmm. all the artwork on them and everything. The back of the packaging, you know, very, very well done all the way around. I would I would love to see it be brought back, though. 
I mean, I understand with the Legends line that makes it a little difficult, but like they did do when they brought the Legends line back, they did do the same box set for the Hall of Fame after that. And that was a short-lived when they did that as well. You remember those? They have... so. Have have you seen the older legends, the mm -hmm. first series of them? Yeah, I mean because that's why it picked up at series eight. That same packaging as those legends one through seven. They did the Hall of Fame in the same way. So like, up here with the W with the legends, instead it's the W with the Hall of Fame in a big circle on on the yeah. figure. Um. Again, it was short-lived. I would have loved to seen it continue, but I almost feel like that was also the passing of the torch from the WWE Hall of Fame to to those. Which is which is fine. I I just there's people in the WWE Hall of Fame that I want to see get that figure. I'd like to see Coco Beware, Rock and Roll Express. You know, there, there's just a lot of guys who have been in the Hall of Fame now. Jush and Thunder Liger. I'd love to see a WWE Hall of Fame Rob Van Dam figure. These are just some of the names that off the top of my head that I would love, love to see. I just think that they're so great. And it was honestly one of my favorite lines that they had done in... In the elites, you know, of course, but then, you know, later we would see like the Hall of Champions and this and that, but it is what it is. Mattel, if you're listening, please think about it. Anyway, Justin, San Diego Comic-Con has come and gone. My bank account doesn't like me. Same here. <laughs> Because even though I didn't get the figures I wanted from pre-orders, I still went out and bought figures. Like these guys sitting in front of me. From getting another Lex Luger Hasbro signed. To the Legends. Sting. My first Sting AEW figure, which I didn't even realize it was a Walmart exclusive with a Darby Allen face paint. I didn't realize it. You're welcome, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> so I thought I just had a regular Sting. Didn't think much of it. And then I looked at Justin's. And it's the same figure, but I'm like, why is the paint weird? And then he had to explain to me that it was the Darby Allen. The half and half that he had done. Which is really cool in my eyes. I didn't think anything of it, to be honest with you. Like, I didn't realize it until I really looked at the figure. And I was like, oh. Well, that's cool. So, Justin, there's only one thing left for us to do. You know what that is? What's that? 
It's just the figure of the week. Yeah, I can't sing, folks. I'm sorry. Justin revealed figure of the week last week. Justin, you want to um, rehash what that figure was? Yeah, so last week my figure of the week was the TNT Cody Rhodes, TNT champion Cody Rhodes that AEW Jazzwares released as a ringside exclusive last year. And quite a crazy story to how we got that signed. But, you know, Cody Rhodes, kind of the talk of the town and the figure, wrestling figure business, having figures in AEW and WWE released simultaneously, it seems like. So definitely a great pick for figure of the week, I thought. But Lee, what do you have in store for us this week? We're going old school, my friend. We're going back in time. So get on the bus and enjoy figure of the week. Because, ladies and gentlemen, my figure of the week dates back to when Justin wasn't even born. I'm young. I'm not. Ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, this figure came out in 1990. 1990. This figure is 33 years old. This figure is still in the box. It's mock. It's from Series 1, the WWF Hasbro line, my favorite line of action figures ever produced in the wrestling world. I decided to go with someone that wasn't an original pick of mine because I had two and I narrowed it down And then I looked at this figure, the more I looked at it, the more I was like, this was a figure my parents didn't buy me for whatever reason. Uh, If more than one of somebody came out, my parents wouldn't buy me another one. So this is a figure that had eluded my childhood. And it was one of the first ones that I would uh, later go on to pick up because I was like, nope. I want it, need it, got to have it. Uh, A favorite of mine, if you will, in the wrestling world. We've seen multiple people, including CM Punk, do special ring gear dedicated to this wrestler. Ladies and gentlemen, Series 1, Macho Man Randy Savage. This is the English card I'm going to come up to my camera. Uh, I got to get one with a zoom on it, so check this out. Now, this is what I call the re-release of the figures because it is a four and up and not five and up. The five and up was the original release. This is actually the second rendition because after this, in this series, official went above the W. You know, this one doesn't have it, so it was actually the second run. There was three runs of series one. You know, you check out the back of the card and look at all these great legends from... Million Dollar Man, Big Boss Man, Akeem, Andre the Giant, Ultimate Warrior, Brutus Beefcake, Axe and Smash, Rick Rude, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Hulk Hogan. So, ladies and gentlemen, your figure of the week. 1990 WWF Hasbro Macho Man Randy Savage. Now, this is uh, some iconic ring gear. 
you could almost uh almost chalk it up as uh mega powers ring gear but it's orange with the white stars yellow boots yellow knee pads the iconic sunglasses that macho man wore a headband uh we would see later renditions of macho man throughout the hasbro line he had uh a macho man in purple trunks and then there was also the macho king that were on the back of another set of trunks he came with a scepter and a hat and then the final one was basically his commentary with the jacket and everything now i do wish when it came to macho king we could have got a soft good of like a robe but the crown and scepter was pretty cool too let's not let's not lie here folks uh macho man in his last one with the jacket the tassels are hard they could have done something where they were loose you know fabric if you will uh, they could have made it so his hat came off the hat is permanent and this is the one i'm talking about Don't mind mine, though, because he's got a microphone in his hand because I actually have him displayed as a commentator. You know, there's a cool little, you know, writing on the jacket and stuff. But as you can see, the tassels move with the arm. Looks a little weird, right? So that's why, like, I really wasn't a fan of this one. So I have him displayed holding a WWF microphone and being a commentator. Which, you know, for all of you who did the Mattel creations, you were able to get a better rendition of Macho Man Randy Savage with the new generation ring, the 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 all the stuff that goes along with it. He's in different gear, com you know, for the commentary with the headset and this and that. Really, really cool. I, I actually really, th I thought that was a really great idea. That they did that with Macho. Because that's what that, that Hasbro reminds me of. But Series 1, Macho Man Randy Savage. Is your figure of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, next week. On Perched on the Top Shelf. We are going to start going down the line of wrestling figures. We're going to start talking more about our favorite lines, running through series. Uh, we're going to do this in parts, though. If we talk about the entire WWF Hasbro line in one sitting, especially the way Justin and I talk, the show will be 12 hours. Absolutely. <laughs> and ain't nobody got time for that. No. So they'll be broken up in series. We'll refer to them as a limited series because that's what it'll be. We also have other things planned throughout this show. Uh, I have interviewed tons of professional wrestlers from Gilbert, Tatanka, Mr. Hughes, Road Warrior Animal, Rest in Peace, uh, even like James Owlsworth, and other wrestlers who have action figures that we're going to take those clips from my interviews and include in these shows. 
always an interesting thing. We're also going to bring on guests. Uh, we have guests from Hasbro Custom Makers. We're going to have guests from wrestlers themselves who have figures. So, ladies and gentlemen, always remember that when it comes to figure collecting, you don't have the chase if it's not in the case. Remember, you can listen to this show anywhere and everywhere podcasts are found. Just search us under our normal podcast name, Perched on the Top Rope, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Red Circle, Podbean, Podbay, Amazon, you name it, we're there, Perched on the Top Rope. You can also follow our social media on Facebook.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. Our TikTok is Perched Top Rope because Perched on the Top Rope is too long. We're on Instagram at Perched on the Top Rope Podcast because that's what we are. A fun-loving podcast. Ranked in multiple countries on Chartable's Top 250. And for that, we thank you in all those countries. Uh, we just were like in the 130s in America this week. So that's really exciting. Thank you, guys. You can also find us on TikTok, where we have a bunch of content going up from Selena scenes involving the greatest wrestling scenes in professional wrestling history, which the last one was Zack Ryder, now known as his real name, Matt Cardona, winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32. And if you don't think that's one of the greatest moments in wrestling history, uh, you're wrong. You're, you're just wrong. Let's not forget, folks, you can also see the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. That's right, WCW legend, the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog on our TikTok. Oh, it's true. It's true. You can also find me doing the wrestle talk thing with notable TikTokers posing interesting wrestling questions, and I answer them. My first one was obviously a little controversial based off the hundred comments I got. So if you want to find out what that is, go listen, because trust me, the comment section was pretty funny. In my eyes, it didn't bother me any, all the hate I got. Ladies and gentlemen, just remember, if you don't have the chase, I fucked up. That's okay. That's okay. This is raw, unedited. Speaking of raw, that iconic Monday Night Raw entrance you can order that comes with Razor Ramon, One Two Three Kid, and I believe Diesel. So, ladies and gentlemen, spoiler freeze, the way to be. We're out. <laughs>